welcome to another 1905 podcast. <laughs> Hello everybody, Tracy here. I am taking the reins for this one and I've got to sort the unruly children. So this evening I am joined by Ash. I'm just filling in for the dark night. <laughs> Hello everyone. And Rick. Hello Hello, Tracy. How are you, my darling? I'm very well. How are you? <laughs> I'm good, thanks. I'm good. I might, I might caveat that there might not be an awful lot to argue about with Rick today, but I mean, there's there's a chance. So you know, don't, don't, worry, don't switch off. <laughs> I'll do I'll do my best to tee up a boxing match between those two tricks. <laughs> he does it so well as well. <laughs> right, we might as well steam straight in, haven't we? Um yeah. I I have got some stats that I found actually from a really good site. I can't remember what it is now, so I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> that um, good. Yeah, that good. Um, okay, we had 56 possession, uh, 56% possession, 16 shots, five on target, seven off target, but four were blocked. Um, three big chances, only one big chance missed. Um, six counter attacks, four counter attack shots, and two of them resulted in goals. 10 shots inside the box, six shots outside, and Caper had to make four. Didn't feel like Mendy was that busy to me, but maybe he was. Well, it's funny you say that. I like, was paying quite a bit of attention to um, to Mendy, and I certainly think a few chances. I think I might be wrong with this, but Jao Felix, over the course of the two ties, I think Jao Felix had all of their shots on target, and that was four last night. So oh. he had four shots on target. So Mendy pulled out. And he did put out a couple of big saves, big, big saves. I know, to be fair, I mean, happy days. I'd add a little caveat later for him. So when I get to it, we'll get there. We can come back to it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, uh, The timeline, this was one thing that did make me laugh on Twitter yesterday. As soon as the teams were announced, we know that like the hysterical thing goes on in everybody's heads about (laughs) who's been dropped and who's in. And... uh, Kurt obviously came in, and I wasn't too disappointed with that. And but you know, I, uh, Andreas Christensen, it was revealed later that he had an illness, non-COVID related. Great, he just he obviously wasn't feeling very well. And the timeline was so annoyed. Rewind six weeks. Nobody wanted him in the defense. Nobody wanted him even on the bench, let alone in the team. <laughs> Me included, and I'm happy to to take that back. Like, it's amazing, it's isn't it? Al- how a how, how a a run of games and decent form can just turn turn the whole but if your you, whole if career you, at one club around. Yeah. If you can't if you can't take, you know, a, a positives out of as a player to get that like run of form, that, that thing you're talking about, if you can't take clean sheets against the Jose Mourinho team with fucking the attack talents they've got, if you can't take a clean sheet against the likes of Diego Simeone and everybody else in the league, Klopp, the attack that they've got. If you can't, after that, feel more confident in yourself, something's wrong with you. But when all said and done, I I called him cheese string. God knows how long. I said he looked like a sick former. Well, fuck me. Like, you know, I've done a 180 and I think a lot of Chelsea fans have. And I'll hold my hands up and say I was wrong about him. I'm happy, yeah. I'm pleased to be proved wrong about him. Yeah, I think I said a couple of pods ago, I felt a bit guilty for calling him a chase string, but, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Always happy to be proven wrong. Uh, so, without going into Ziyech's, uh performance yesterday, I want to talk about just your reaction to the lineup. Because um, Ziyech kept his place. Um, personally, I was a little bit shocked by that, considering his performance against Leeds. Did you? Yes, I was very surprised, especially after the Leeds performance. Um, Looking back at it in hindsight, the only thing I can really say is he was looking for that fluidity in attack again. He was looking for them all to interchange maybe and swap around Havertz, Werner and Ziyech, just keep moving all the time. You think that's where the consistency comes in, keeping the front three? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. And... um, it worked. We kept hold of the ball really well. Um, but yes, to answer your question, I was still very surprised to see him, to I was be honest. say, you were going down a rabbit hole. I didn't want you to go down there. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Ash? Did Ziyech start in uh, shock you? No, actually. Um, and although I, I agree with, with Rick's point about the sort of 
I don't know if this is a word. Maybe we, we can trademark it interchangeability. I don't know if that's... Oh, I'm, I'm stealing it. I'm stealing it. Love but it. I, I feel like it's my duty Rick's now. Rick's like little, like, out. yeah, Rick's little Rick tingly senses. On every, on every pod, I come out of a word and he seems to really Love like it. it. So <laughs> it's gone straight into Wikipedia, that is. That's on page <laughs> one of Wikipedia. <laughs> Today's word of the day is interchangeability. Oh, oh, it sounds it. like it's, it works. Interchangeability. Yeah. Interchangeability. Yeah. interchangeability. For me, Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, if there was an element of that, I think, like you say, there's there's that that sort of fluid um, switching of positions between those four three. But for me, there was actually something else, mate. Um, I think if you look at Ziyech's best games with a, a rather young, rather energetic and impressive Ajax team, they were very, very active with their counter press, if we can call it that. They were high energy and Ziyech came from that team. And I actually think we've, we've made some Mount missing. What we wanted to make sure we were doing was pressing from the front. And in Havertz, we've come back with a bit between his teeth to prove a point. Werner, who just always works his fucking little socks off, and, and Ziyech, I actually thought that was the best choice. I, I don't think Pulisic has that background. I think he played a lot wider for, for uh, Dortmund before he came to us. Yeah. Um, and I think the integrity of the press was probably the most important thing. And without Mount there, we had to make up that extra. We had you know, to had I to mean, get Mount, from somewhere. Mount, Mount is fifty percent of our, our, our offensive yeah. press yeah. on yeah. his own. So we had to make that up. And I think that's why, as well as the consistency in picking the same forward three, I think there was an element of energy levels needed. Yeah, that's actually interesting. Yeah, I, I didn't even yeah, I didn't even think about that. Um I think the other the other player that everyone was expecting to see uh, was Giroud. Now, I was actually surprised that he didn't start because I could. It was the only reason I could think of of why we continued with that false nine against Leeds when it clearly wasn't working. Were you shocked by Giroud not starting? Um, I wouldn't say shocked. I wouldn't say shocked. To be honest, I was kind of anticipating it to perhaps be like a false nine situation again or Werner through the middle. And I think it was kind of a bit of both. They interchanged a lot from what I saw. Um, no, I wasn't shocked that at all, to be honest. What no, I you, wasn't Ash? expecting to see him. No. Ash, were you expecting to see him? No, like I say, I, I, I kind of expected that same that same front three. Team um, I, I, on paper, I would have liked to have seen Giroud. I, w- I would have, for me. Personally, but there's a reason that Tuchel's getting paid. Tuchel's getting paid millions of pounds a year to do his job, and I'm not. Yeah, um, he's fantastic. So I, I, for me, I think, yeah, I, I thought Giroud, like he scored a banger in the first leg, and you know, without him, we were sort of scratching around for a goal. We we, we had a lot of the ball and stuff. Um, so yeah, for me, I probably would have picked Giroud, but I expected Tuchel to go with the same front three. I feel like this manager. You know, after the Leeds game, there was a lot of talk about Ziyech, excuse me, um, and his work rate and stuff like that. And then there, there was also a lot of talk about Havertz finishing. Yeah. And it feels like this manager has always got an eye on the next game. And he probably played the three against Leeds to get them used to that formation, get the accidents and the mistakes out of the way with there, and then go into a more important game, let's be honest, with a little bit more form as a three. I know we've said about him playing players with with a view to what's coming in the game or two's time. Mm-hmm. Um, Interesting point. And, and he feels like that manager who's going to just, uh, after a game, turn around and go, right, you, you okay, you, you hit all your chances at the keeper. You're playing there again next game. Prove me wrong. Yeah. Do it. Do it next yeah. game. Yeah. And you know what? I think we saw that. And I'm sure we're going to come on to him, but we saw that from Ziyech. Yeah. He, he, he proved yeah. a point. I think as well, having um, having the bench that we did, that was going to be easily changed. And I do think, like, we we kind of touched on Tuchel not making changes in the last game when we expected him to, and it feeling a bit too late. I don't think that would have happened last night, if you want me to be honest. I think he would have reacted. Um, he made me laugh, actually. I don't know how much notice you took of him, but he's normally up in his technical area and he's shouting at people. He was so calm last night. They said on commentary it's because he was in Diego Simeone's shadow and he didn't really fancy it. Oh, shut up. As in, like, you know, <laughs> Diego Simeone would knock him out. I think oh, that's what they were getting at. I don't think he's he's our German, isn't he? I don't think he'd care. Um, we played some really lovely stuff in the first half. Um, 
we had some nice, you know, nice passing. There was a, like a decent press. I think there were a few times we put ourselves under pressure more than they did. Um, yeah. Anything that didn't come off, it seemed that Kante was there fighting to win every ball and mopping everything up. What Unreal. a boy. Honestly, anyone who was saying sell him for 30 million, I hope you are hanging your heads in shame right now. <laughs> um, the first major moment came on 25 minutes. Uh, Dave and his very short paced pass back and uh, he looked to let's say caress Carrasco, shall we say oh, that? Oh, nice. Yeah. Alliteration is joining the pod. Welcome, alliteration. Thank you. Um, and I tweeted at the time, and I still believe it now, I think he was a lucky boy to get away with that because we see him given for less. What about you, Rick? Definite pen? Uh, was no. it a pen? No. No? No, it's not a pen for me. Think he just tickled him as soon as he touched him and he went down my first reaction was get the fuck up that's embarrassing <laughs> in he, case we are fighting he, he's poor he's probably done a bit more than what you should do but that he shot himself in the foot that blow because he's running through because he's gone down too easy and that's what the refs seen that it's not enough for him to go down he might have got a pin if he would have just stopped if it had just stopped and stayed even, upright, he would, even he would if put, it just fell to one side and put his he hand down, down like, he went down like he'd been shot. If he was that it was like somebody he would have gone had backwards. shot him in the stand, it yeah. was embarrassing. I just think if that's though, a penalty, it's game over. If that's a penalty, the thing it's, is, I don't, I don't trust Far and all that. But wasn't it interesting then that Far didn't even look at it? I think it was something to do with the fact that it wasn't an obvious error, so it. I think that's what they said on the stream I was watching. It wasn't an obvious error that they had to intervene. And maybe they saw it as give... kind of it could go either way, so they're going to leave it. And we probably need ultimately, to give Champions though, League refs a little bit more clout than the Prem, maybe. But but ultimately, they still work as a team. So you've still got the VAR official and the ref official in constant communication. They've had a look when at the, that. When they the refs yeah. made the call, Apparently the, they VAR didn't ref, check. the VAR ref was turned around and gone, well, no, look, I can no. see why you've ignored that. I can yeah. see why you've ignored it. It went down like a sack of shit. It was embarrassing. For me, though, to answer the question, for me, it was 100% a penalty. Yeah, but, I think so. but for the way he fell down. It, it wasn't just a penalty. It was a, it I'll was fight a penalty you both a red for it. card. It was a penalty and a red card. I'll fight you Last both man. for it. I'll fight you both. Never a penalty. I'll Mate, have seen it for less. If it had happened at the I'll other end... I'll fight all the Twitter. I don't care. It's not a If it had happened at the other end, you know full well... We'd be claiming it as a penalty. That's what football is, you know. That that is no. football is just tribal. We'll I completely disagree. We'll I'm a man of honour and integrity. I would not claim that as a penalty. Shut that up, is Rick. Never a penalty. <laughs> I'll fight you both. <laughs> we, we'd be claiming it, and I mean, I'm I'm a man of integrity, clearly, because I'm saying the same thing on both ends. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. To be it. fair, if that it. was against us, I'd be wanting that. But, no, you wouldn't. Don't but, lie. But Don't maybe Werner just would have like made a better dive of it. I don't know. Um, you should both be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> I think uh, <laughs> we really. I think we can say that you know the the first. It didn't. We didn't really. It didn't feel like we were really under any threat. I mean, I didn't feel nervous yesterday until I started reading the timeline. But when the game started and. I was sat with my beer watching it. I didn't actually feel nervous. There was something about me just thought, this game is in our hands. We just need to not lose. That was it. And Tommy Tuchel has showed us that he's not about losing games. Sorry, Tommy Clough or TT. Go on, Rick. I'll tell you what I think it is as well. We're so difficult to beat because... How do you beat a team that you can't get the ball off of? Like, you, you the only way you're going to beat a team is if you've got the ball. Teams are struggling to get the ball off of us. It's not so even just we're that. We're so difficult either, to beat. Mate. Yeah, it's, but it's not just that. It's, so I, I remember reading like a tactical breakdown of Tuchel's uh, Dortmund team. And I think it might have even been one of the players did an interview and explained how he sets his team up to play. Or it might have, it might have just been tactical analysis. I can't for the life of me remember. But it was it was very much a case of if we lose the ball, we'll keep the ball. And as we build an attack or whatever, we keep the ball, we'll swap sites, you know, switch play, passing between the lines, and then attack with a certain number based I'm on really the game situation. I'm really sorry. Um, Go on. 
I'm just interrupting this broadcast to bring you some breaking news that Tottenham Hotspur have just got out of Europa. <laughs> Scenes you love to fucking see. And we're happy with my tweet to now. A nicer bunch of people. <laughs> Sorry, carry on. Jersey. I just needed to bring Spursy. that in. Yeah, bottle job Spursy. wankers. Yeah. Fuck them. Fuck them all. I'll text my mate um, in a minute. He's going to love it. Love it. <laughs> what, it's Spurs? Yeah, it's Spurs. Nice. I deliberately aren't friends with many Spurs fans or any Spurs fans. I deliberately um, have them for these moments. <laughs> um, Sorry. Yeah, like I was saying, I remember reading, I think it was tactical analysis about how Tuchel likes his teams to attack with certain numbers depending on the situation and defend with certain numbers depending on the situation. And I think we're really seeing that. We're really seeing like, You do see in, that, don't you? When, it's when, very... de- depending on where we lose possession, we defend with a certain amount of players. And you can, you know, every time, if, if we give the ball away in the final third, we've got four back. If we give the ball away higher up, straight away, we've got Kante coming back, we've got five, we've got six coming back to just block it all off. And we're not giving teams time to build an attack, which is something that teams have done to us for so long. We've yeah. slowed down play, we've let them get behind the ball and they've stopped us from building an attack. I think, um, yeah, and I think you're right. I actually saw... Um some of like the average player positions from the game yesterday and um, Atletico were hardly getting out of their half, basically. I think they had three players max that were over the halfway line as their average position. And with us, we were so much more forward. In fact, our, our back line were, were basically halfway to the... To well, the Rudiger was popping up in attacking positions. Again, yeah, exactly, yeah. And so, and, left, uh, left and right. And again, with um, uh, even having Zuma there, Kovacic was the one covering the back every time. Those those lot went up, and they were they were there for that yeah, reason. He ain't, got the legs to, he ain't got the legs to get forward and back like Kante has. That's why. <laughs> no, were, were, no one has like those batteries that Kante has. Let's I mean, be honest. Are we going to spend time talking about specific players or or because that midfield were just. Well, I mean, I've got a couple. I've got a couple. I know Jordan wasn't making it tonight. So I did go and find stats some all. stats. Yeah, I did go and find some stats. And I don't know whether you've got any, but I, I wanted to fast forward to um, Hakeem's goal. Um, uh, hallelujah. I mean, I feel like it, it's not through want to try in, but he got there in the end. Yeah. And what a game you to be what? actually I... scoring. I think it maybe was through want to try him because he, he, his effort between Leeds and Atletico Madrid was just increased tenfold. Oh, 100%. And that's what I said. I think Tuchel said to him, I'm sticking with you, but show show, show me, show the fans. And I then think, he bangs in his first goal at Stamford Bridge. Well, I won't lie. I was one of those people thinking that he, he shouldn't have started. I didn't think that he'd warranted it. But uh, I think it was within 30 seconds of the game even starting and he pinpointed a pass straight across the pitch. And I was just like, oh, now I feel differently because I almost felt like he was on it from the minute that whistle went. And he yeah, had his moments. He had his moments. But I still Everyone think did. at the same time, he... Um, he really kind of applied himself and he and he had a different attitude. That's what it felt like. Completely. As shown with the goal. Like he early on, I remember saying early on in the game, um, I, I think I tweeted it uh from my account, um, and said in in lieu of Mason Mount not being there and missing his pressing, I was so impressed in the first 20 minutes with ZH pressing. The way he was just relentless, he was chasing everything down. He didn't give anybody time to think. And I just thought, you know what, that's that's the attitude we want to see. But in your position, what we want to see is you getting into the box when we got the ball. And lo and behold, the goal came and he was busting a lung to get into the box, which is exactly what we were missing. There was that, you know, there was a clip that went sort of, not viral, but all over Chelsea Twitter against Leeds where he just stood on the edge of the box. Yeah. No movement, not, yeah. not trying to get into a goal scoring position. Whereas against Atletico Madrid, we saw the complete opposite of that. I think the only thing I'm going to counter that with, and it's only because um, uh, my dad was here earlier when I was re-watching the game, and he actually said that that for him, there's no more a frustrating player than Ziyech. He'd give you glimpses of what you thought he could be. Yes, he's had a a, a tough season in terms of injury and and him not being in the side. He said, but 
the 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 marked difference from Leeds and it and the way he looked like he really wasn't bothered until he came off to then how he performed yesterday and he said but we need him to be able to muck in on a night at Leeds or you know a lunchtime at Leeds like we need that and I was and I said I agree with you to a point but I said we do need him to bed in properly and I'm hoping now that that game was kind of the confidence booster for him that he needed Rick what did you think of the goal yeah it's a step in the right direction his overall performance I wouldn't say it was perfect he frustrated me a couple of times there was simple passes and he gave the ball away a few too many times Mm. but his work rate was great especially that first 20 minutes half an hour it was like a different player from the Leeds game mental really was he was he was chasing the ball down he was working hard he was passing he was he was doing everything great that first half an hour but the goal it was nice to see as you and Ash said he busted a gut to get in there and for him to be even anywhere near Werner with Werner's pace was quite impressive as well. Yeah. Oh, honestly, the habits to Werner to Ziyech, just, I literally was, was like great. almost on my feet. I was these like... kind of three players that have had a lot of criticism, not always at the same time, yeah. perhaps at different times. It was nice to see them all combine so well for the goal as well. That was yeah. nice to see. Yeah, Definitely. They've all just come in with, you know, big, like, transfer fees and they've all had their own problems haven't they at different points which has interrupted their seasons Mm, but they all seem well especially Havertz and Werner seem to be turning it around now which is nice to see and hopefully Ziyech as well now and I'm I'm, I I, I appreciate Kev's points Tracy talking about your dad but I am I'm also just going to throw into the mix with that like I think it is about building confidence and off the back of his performances. Now people were talking about him on the timeline and, you know, all over media, ZS was being linked with a move away as Werner has been. And, you know, it, it doesn't make players feel good. Um, there's no doubt about that. And I just think with a lack of injury, niggles with a bit of game time, like we said about Christensen, right. With mm. a bit of game time, that the ability to grow, okay, yes, he's a bit older, but and a bit of consistency around him. Exactly, consistency in the in the lineup, the formation, knowing your job. I think that there's more to come from him. And I, you know, I did ask the question on the timeline: Is he more suited to European football than Premier League football at the moment? I think the answer is yes. I think he had that yeah. little bit more time. There was another moment in the game where. We, we saw the classic, what, what we would call the classic ZS, where he's, he's cut inside on his left foot, little touch outside the defender, pinged the shot off as quick as he could, no backlift on it, and it, it, it was a shot on target. It made, you know, made Oblak work for it, and Oblak's a great keeper. Um, well, well, I actually had, I wrote in my notes a little nod to you, Ash. Um, I said it was a great break from the edge of the box to go forward for uh, Havertz, Werner, Ziyech to combine to make that goal. And I put Ash must have been well pleased with yeah, the, bang on the about few it amount the of passes it took to get there. All the time. I bang on, and both goals, both goals as well. Yeah. Um, the other that, that I want to like draw a parallel with. So this is this is interesting. When we lost to Man City, who was the best team for the first five minutes, ten minutes? We were. We were all over him. Pep Guardiola gave us a fucking rope of dope. He made us think that we were in control of the game. And then they countered with the quality that they can counter with. And they scored. And then yeah. they scored again. And you know what? It reminded me of that. Because even the commentators were banging on. Oh, Atletico starting on the front foot. They did the same thing in the first leg. Yeah. They were all over us for about five minutes. But it was only five minutes. Exactly. They look, they look more scared. And and I think yeah. it was in, even in the second half, they looked like they were camping in their own box. I understand they didn't want to concede anymore, but they weren't. There was only a few flashes of moments where I thought, oh, that, that's a bit of a warning, um, you know, that they could score at any time. But at that hmm. point, I still felt like, well, oh, I'm, I'm not really worried about this. Yeah, now. they weren't getting in any. And another another goal contribution from um, Werner, which is lovely. And I've, you know, we do the Made in Cobham. Whenever it's yeah. the academy boys, that, that that goal was recruitment FC. Oh, nice recruitment FC. Ooh, I recruitment like it. Recruitment FC. I like. Yeah, that. that's like very it. good. Thanks, I, um, thanks Rick. I was, <laughs> I was, I was buzzing to see the the you know the minimal amount of passes to create a goal scoring opportunity, and I think you know Tuchel keeps on banging on about precision, 
precision mm. in passing from the back, precision in, in the right moments. And I think we're seeing that. But that, I tell you, the, to, for Haberts to get the ball to Werner, you know, that, that pass was is a bit underrated. It was in front of him in his stride. He was allowed to run onto it. And I've said so many times, we passed behind the man and we played the ball in front of Werner. He put his, he, you know, put his legs on. And then that, that, that assist he got to square the ball, and there was an element of fortune because it went through the defender's legs to mm. get to Ziyech, right? But that was the only place he could have put that ball where the defender wouldn't cut it out. The only place. And ball. I just think that was that was a beautiful assist. And, um, and even Ziyech all... got a bit, a bit lucky with the finish. Yeah, he did. Keeper, keeper yeah. could have done better. Yeah. I I just felt with that one, though, that's, as you've just alluded to, right, we have not utilise further in the way that we should be and if if there's any proof I want Tuchel to sit them down and just show them that goal because that mm. was both goals both few goals. Pa- yeah few passes the ball where you knit that man runs at lightning pace get that ball in front of him he will get there unless you're lumping it a bit roadie style like he's he's getting there isn't he I've got mm. some stats on um Diesh. um He played, obviously, 77 minutes. He had 71 touches, one goal, three shots, two on target, three key passes, three out of three accurate long balls, three out of five successful dribbles, six out of 11 duels won, and he got a 7.9 rating. It's a massive step in the right direction. Uh, And and I, I would have loved to have gone back and seen what he got for Leeds, but I didn't have time before we started because oh, I thought God, the mark like 2.2, I think, Yeah, you know. a mark <laughs> difference. So the only other real uh, point to talk about in the first half, I would say, was um, at 41 minutes, uh, there was a foul on Havertz and we tried to claim a penalty. Uh, what did you think? Pen or no? No penalty. No, I didn't think so either. No. What about you, Soft. Ash? I'd have tried to claim it though, obviously. No, for me, I know um, you two would have. For me, no, no, I didn't <laughs> think that. I didn't think that was a pen. I didn't think that was a pen. I think you know, especially if uh, the one on um, the, the the especially if Dave's one wasn't given, then that Havertz one ain't getting it given. Couldn't be given. You know, no. Simple as. But I actually thought we should have had a pen at another moment. I don't know what minute it was. But the ball struck an Atletico defender's arm, and none of our players appealed for it. I, oh. I saw it. I watched, rewatched the highlights today. Uh, I rewatched the was game. Was it first today. half or second half? Fucking must uh, have missed that. I missed that. Yeah. <laughs> well, we attacking right. I watched first it twice. Second half. <laughs> we were attacking right. Second half. It was second yes. half. Yes. Oh, okay. So it oh. was second half, and okay. well, I, I just I saw that. it and I thought like there was one. I think one player screamed for handball, and you, I heard it with the, with the uh, stadium noise off. Um, oh, okay. But that was it. That was it. I don't think there's any other talking points in the first half other than, you I know, di- Kante just being everywhere. Oh, like that's the other. Honestly, the, one stat, the, the one stat I've researched was, um, uh, well, not, not the one. There's also an, uh, one about the keeper. Um, but Kante, uh, where is it? Um, he's about to turn 30, but he recovered 13 times. He recovered the ball. 13 times, Not 13 ball recoveries last night, which is the most by a Chelsea player in the Champions League since versus Barcelona in February 2018. And that was Kante. <laughs> ah, I was waiting for you to say Makaleli or like. No, no, no. <laughs> no 2018. 2018. No, yeah, before you said 2018, I was thinking uh, right, it's Makaleli. Yeah. No, it's got to be Makaleli. No. Kante. Kante is equal to these records. The only thing I did uh, I did note down before the uh, first half was up was that we we did the passing back to Mendy again, but we didn't really put him in any danger. I mean, I think. but I've now I've got a theory now. Got a theory? Are you ready? Go on. I'm starting to think that we're passing back to Mendy because there's fuck all else to do throughout the minute. <laughs> we're literally yeah, like involved. giving him something to do. Like <laughs> that's why nice he's thought. sharp when he's called upon because he's he's been yeah, involved yeah. in the game. Like they're you yeah. know they're just playing yeah. one two like to that. him. I like Let's go with that. <laughs> I want to go with that one. I'm happy with that. I'm right, with that. second we half. Do, we- Sorry, oh, sorry. We do pass the ball around the back a lot, though. But again, yeah. I think this is in. I think this is t- again with Tuchel. Wherever we lose the ball, we've got the numbers back. Um, and I think that's there's that's enough part cover, of it. isn't there? For like he and, tries to make sure that every eventuality there's cover. 
and it's like him him talking about precision again. The forward pass, the first forward pass from the back line has to be precision, has to be between the lines. And in order to create that space between the lines, we have to work it across the back line a little bit. Yeah. He, he, Eduardo Mendy gives us an extra pair of feet in moving yeah. the ball across the back line. So I just like it, it works, when we don't way. put him under pressure because that doesn't ever feel. I'm not going to lie, I shit myself frequently. Yeah, shit myself frequently. Honestly, <laughs> and that's through... not even when he's watching football. And we worried about me pissing myself on the last pod. You know, I just I've shit through, himself. I, I've, I've I've literally bought myself two new packs of five boxers in the past three weeks just because <laughs> of Tuchel. Cool. Who am I doing pods with? I've got shitty pants and pissy pants on yeah. the pod with me. Yeah. Oh, Popo Pissy Pants was my old nickname, so I'm yeah, thankful to promoted to shitty pants. Yeah. That doesn't shitty make pants me and pissy pants on Popo the pod. Popo Pissy Pants now, though, No, that it? makes you pee pissy pants. Pee <laughs> All right, second half. <laughs> I, I literally wrote... Wow, it had it all, didn't it? That second half of football was probably <laughs> one of the best I've seen us play for a long time. Like it just, we had red cards, we had a bit of chewed from Rudy. We it had was shit housery. Loved yeah, it. Loved loved the it. Housery. Love um, it. Can I, think... I just say, with that that level of security, right? And I'm I'm not getting a, a ahead of myself here, and I am in no way comparing two teams, two Same managers. Anything like that. I'm not. I'm not for Definitely one second. Is. Definitely right? is. But, but there was always an element of if Drogba didn't score, Lampard would create something. If Lampard didn't create something, Terry would stop it. If Terry didn't, Czech would. Yeah. Right? I kind of felt, without the goal-scoring element, let's be honest, I'm kind of feeling a bit like that now with his team. I feel like, not, without, with, not, not necessarily a single player, but our defence will stop it. No, I get what you're saying. It's a difficult, it's a difficult, we're a difficult team to beat now, I think. We're a difficult team to beat. We've got something in everywhere. We're just waiting for that, that, you know, up front to click. But like when Mount's playing, I know he didn't play, but you know full well Mount's going to probably win the ball back. If he doesn't, Kante will win the ball back. If he doesn't, whether it's Christensen, Silva, Zuma, Asby, four centre-backs in fucking amazing form, they're going to stop it. And if they don't, Oh, sorry, I'm Rudy. Yeah, five, five centre backs. And if they don't, and oh, Rudy was fucking exceptional last night. But if Brilliant. they don't, Mendy. I, will I haven't it. forgiven him, but I'm appreciating him on the field. He's Tracy's favourite player. He's fucking And he's Joe. He's worked. I'd much rather him do that for a contract extension than do what Louise done to us a year ago. Oh, he well, deserves yeah. a new contract for that shit housery last night. That's how that's how happy I was with that. Okay, then and we're big not up agreeing. Air Zuma, big up Air oh. Zuma for getting involved as well, defending his boy. Loved him. Steve Speaking of Zuma, he played really well considering he's been out of the side for a while. He come in and, and was thoughtless. This is it. We, we're building a squad where, and you know, I said on a few podcasts ago, a few podcasts ago, um, I said, I think with Man City, they've got a system that is so ingrained in their squad, they can interchange players Everyone. week in, Absolutely. week out, yes, and they yes, all get yes. it. And I feel like we're starting to build a little bit of that ourselves. Yeah, no, I agree, 100%. Um, at half time, did you feel right to make no changes? I mean, I did personally. I thought, do you know what? Everything just seemed like it was well balanced. It was too finely balanced. Yeah. Yeah, there no changes at half time. Stop yeah, absolutely. agreeing with me, Rick. You're going to make <laughs> me feel sick. No, I, ge- I, I genuinely thought the same. I thought it was so perfectly balanced that, like, I didn't no, want to. You're wrong. What the fuck are you talking point? about? <laughs> yeah, you wanted Pooley to come on 20 minutes yeah. earlier, didn't you? No. Yeah, don't fucking lie. <laughs> <laughs> no, I honestly thought just like there was just don't don't touch this now. I feel like so many games we've gone at half time like, oh, no, Tuka, why have you not like taken him off? Or And this one was like, a, please don't change anything. So I was really happy yeah, no, that he did the right didn't. decision. Um, yeah, definitely. And it wasn't. I think the goal, the goal, the goal was was the reason there. I think going in at 1-0, half-time, I think there was just no need to change anything. Yeah, good point, actually. Yeah, good point. Because I think had we gone in at 0-0, he might have wanted to tweak a few things if things weren't mm, coming off. 0-0 or a goal down. Yeah. Then well, well, there yeah. might have been a tweak. Yeah. Uh, it took until 74 minutes to bring on Pulisic. Um, I was really happy to see him. I was quite happy that he came on. Um 
I did feel at that point that change was needed. I felt like it, although we were still, and I felt like we pressed until the end, we were literally at everything. The work rate was unreal right to From the end. Yeah, absolutely. was amazing. But I did think that, you know, where we were pressing so much, I did think that Pooley did deserve to come on. And I did think that, you know, we could, you know, see something a bit different because it did feel like we were then kind of stuck at one nil and I don't think we would have felt awfully comfortable with that because you don't know how anyone then is going to react if a goal goes against do you really absolutely um I also although I was going to ask the question did you think it was needed or did you do you think that it was just to give him some minutes because it actually felt quite comfortable I Um, if I if I can jump in there I felt like it, it, it was a bit of both it was a yeah. bit of both. I think what we've got at the moment, like I said at the start, at the top of the pod, like with that front three and Mason Mount missing, we needed a pressing game. And I, you know, I, I rate Pulisic and he's young and I think his best years are ahead of him, which is the most important thing. Um, but I don't think he's the natural high press forward. Um, and Ziyech has done a lot more of that in his career. So mm. I think, yeah, I think at the time we, we pressed all game. And we pressed to the point that we were on, we dominated. We absolutely fucking dominated. Yeah. We were all over them. Like it was, it was, it was one way traffic for the most part. You know, yeah. there was a few shots yeah, in time they had, but it was one way traffic for the most part. So I thought with that, get Pulisic on. Yeah. We, we don't need to press him so far because they were on the back foot for most of the time. Get the ball to him and let him, let him dribble. Let him, because that's what yeah. he does so well. He, yeah, it was a good change. It was a good so change. Well. It was the right change so at the me, right time. For me, after, yeah, after the Leeds, I felt it was maybe the wrong subs at the wrong time. time yeah. I felt like Tuchel actually nailed it with the right sub at the right time with Pulisic. Yeah, no, I agree, mate. Um, 100% the, um, 100% for the substitution. It was the right time. Yeah. Um, he brings something a little bit, a little bit extra, as you said. He's very good at dribbling. Um, he'll work hard in a different way. But I think it was the right change at the right time. Yeah, 100%. it does track back. Don't get me wrong. Like when I say works hard, but it's a different way. It's not that press. Yeah, as you when said I say earlier, not it's not so that good press. At the high press. I just think he's not as good at getting close to players as the likes of Mason Mount, Kante, and that. Who just when when they're on you, you just panic. You just panic. And I, I, yeah. I think Pulisic's good at tracking back, and he works hard. But when he's got the ball at his feet, he, he's very good. Um, and I think we, we you know, one direction. Us, it literally gave us a chance to break away with the ball at his feet when we were, you know, turning the ball over in our defensive third. It's another outlet, isn't it? Especially when they're putting a bit of pressure on as the game goes in and they're throwing a few more bodies forward. Yeah, it's a very in, good they needed an away goal. They needed an yeah, away goal. Which was exactly what happened because Pooley came on at 74 minutes and at 79 was the first time I actually felt like they fired a warning shot at us. Where, it was um, only really the last 10, 15 minutes. That was the Felix, it? the first, the, Fe- oh, not the first. Yeah, the, the Joe Felix shot. Yeah, it wasn't, it, yeah. yeah, but it was the one that actually, you know, I, I think that was the first time alarm went off in my head and thought, right, that you need to just keep on your metal now because they are yeah. going to be desperate for, for, well, they needed two goals, didn't they? So, yeah. but this is, you know, this is a team with like, I mean, who did they have in the lineup? They had Coca. Coca, Coke, what do we say? Cocaine. Coca, cocaine. Coca, Coca, Coca. Coca. Kieran Trippier, Savage, Niguez, Coca, Carrasco, Lorente, Felix, and Suarez. But Jao Felix was the only one who looked class. He was the only one that looked class. We, we, we stopped everyone else from playing. And we stopped him for the most part. But he did have a couple of moments where he, he could have scored. But big Ed. And Suarez, yeah, and Suarez, when he come off, he just looked completely defeated, as he should have been. I mean, he always does. He He was brilliant. Loved it. Literally, he was completely dominated. And when he was sat on the bench, taking off his um, his shin pads, he was smiling. But you could tell it was like a furious smile. Like, I've been totally fucking done today. Like, he was complaining about balls in from Trippier. They had a bit of a row. Still makes me laugh seeing Trippier at Atletico. He was bullied, Suarez, the whole game. He was just bullied. Yeah, and he he was uh, in the first leg as well. Yeah. he done nothing. he done nothing in both games. And they had to, let's not forget as well, such was the presence of Rhys James in the first half. Brilliant. Um, They subbed their left back. 
uh, at half time. Yeah, because he'd already picked battered. up a yellow. He was just getting uh, was it he was uh, low, low D. Low, low yeah, he was getting um, battered every time, every time. And, and that's for you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it made me laugh because that that shot that I thought was a bit of alarm going off, seventy nine minutes by eighty minutes, Savage had been sent off. So I was like, okay, now I feel comfortable again. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah. On that, did you did you both think it was a sending off? Oh, it wasn't a straight red. It really wasn't a straight red. I mean, I took it. I don't care. I really it was shit house. He deserved to go. Hope, yeah. It, Hope I he mean, gets banned for nine it, months. He intended, <laughs> he intended to obviously elbow him. Rudy, he wanted to shake him off when it was like a shake off, wasn't it? More than anything. Rudy I think. You know, just made the absolute worst of it, which. Well, do you know what? I you know think why he should as well? do. Yeah. Um, you know why? The only reason that was a red house was because of Rudy. Yeah. Because when they were lining up for the corner originally, Rudy and Savage were at each other. Yeah. And the ref literally blew the whistle, stopped the corner from being taken, went over to him and said, you two, pack it in. Yeah. Pack it the yeah. fuck in. And Rudy went, yeah, no worries. No worries. So, so he's as, got soon his as, on him, as soon as Rudy felt, he knew mm. the ref was looking. As soon as he felt something, he was going fucking down. He yeah. was he was prime Salah and at by that, that moment. Point, he was ref- arms trying to back. Yeah, and the ref, the ref didn't was, have any hesitation. He had a head teacher head on and went, I've warned you once, yeah. now you're fucking going. Detention now, go. Yeah, yeah 100%. But the best part of that of whole thing was it was when he smiled at the end and he got up and the other geese was having a go at him and he smiled and just patted him on the back of the head. <laughs> Pure shit house. Like, I love it. The, I love the, shit yeah, house. This shit house, this shit house, this dark art. We've thing, seen like, it from Kovacic now and Rudy. Exactly. We see it from Kovacic, we've seen it from Rudiger. We see it like people are stepping up. And when you play teams like the, any team managed by Diego Simeone, but particularly You've got to give it back, in you? Hundred percent. You're fully yeah. expecting it. You know they're going down, you know exactly. they're gonna roll around, you know they're gonna get yeah. mouthy. Fucking I give agree. it back to them. And they did try that in the first first leg so, so are we seeing are we are we seeing a Chelsea that can shit house defend play ball dominate teams and look comfortable is this this is this is strange coming territory. together isn't it it's a bit I'm fully I'm fully ex- this manager has my back in like I love him already Rick's, Rick's and it's, driving the two call train oh I'm oh mate I'm in well, fucking first the, class the carriage I'm ready I, I'm the running U-Bahn. alongside at the minute I'm running along. Oh, I'm going to pull you on. Don't worry. I'm going to pull you on. <laughs> I'm on board. I'll strap I'm you to the roof. Because <laughs> legacy is making it happen. Well, yeah, and I agree with that. I think the one thing I do want to say about Savage when he was sent off, honestly, I was crying. So he comes off. He's literally like fuming and he's walking along the, like he's walking down and obviously oh, he's got to go yeah. he's got to go ambulance gate he's got to go around to the bloody Chelsea Elf Club he can't just walk off it's down the tunnel it's about a three hour walk isn't it yeah <laughs> and, and he's walking and all I kept thinking was he's he was talking clearly to himself fuming and he's spitting and all I kept thinking was he spits when he walks he spits when he walks <laughs> literally just in my head I just couldn't get out of my head so I was laughing at my own self Bearing in mind, I was watching this by oh, myself, which <laughs> wasn't good. And then shout like, out Dino as well. Just on that point, Dino tweeted, and me, me and him were talking, and it was like, imagine us being there last night. Oh. Just imagine, imagine it. Just imagine it. You that know? long walk he said, would but, have had to do. It was amazing as he well. He would have got battered. He looked yeah, just, like he'd been sent game, for detention. Just the, the 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 noise would have been unreal. It yeah. would have been one of those. It would have been Napoli again, but in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I also noted down that they could have easily scored on ninety. It would have kind of been in vain at that point. I I really at that point just wanted to keep them at bay. Did not want a goal going in or anything. I was just like yeah. happy to keep it at this. I would have been happy at nil nil to be fair, despite all my yeah. previous grievances about <laughs> nil nils. Um, and that was that. That was the shot. That was the Jao Phoenix shot, which Mendy palmed out. Yep. And he, he hand, sort of palm punched it out. It was a good save, but he punched it into a danger area. And guess who was there to clear it up? Who fucking Kante. put his shin through it? Kante. Kante, yeah, yeah. Kante, again. He's everywhere. He um, was between his six-yard box and penalty spot in the 90th minute. Fucking what a, what a guy. What yeah. a guy. Honestly, yeah, he had an absolute amazing game. Well, there, I don't think anyone had a bad game. I don't think anyone had a bad game. And that has been so unusual for us now 
for two seasons. But we're unlocking. We're un- we're not just having. We're not just having a good game. We're unlocking prime Kante. Oh, and do you we're know what? We're unlocking a good Jorginho. We're I unlocking don't care if he's nearly Andreas thirty. That boy has the strongest Duracell in him I've ever seen. He just does not stop. And I think that he was in his element last night. He, he was he having the greatest time. I love him. I absolutely love him. It makes me laugh. Like just how World Cup winner for a reason. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, Chilwell for Alonso. Emerson for Kai. See, that's why we have two left backs. Well, it's proven. That's why we have two left backs. This is exactly why. But I've literally noted down, you know it's your night when one touch Palmieri bags. Do you know what's interesting, right? Good finish as well. Do you know what's interesting? After everything we've said about Kante, and there's some more I want to add with this goal about Kante, but after everything we've said about Kante, the official Champions League team of the week Emerson got oh. in it, but Kante didn't. Emerson had <laughs> one touch. Hang on a minute. Let one me, touch. Let me tell you that Emerson's stats, they're rather impressive, but they're not on, as impressive as playing 90 minutes. <laughs> That's three minutes played. Yeah, three minutes yeah. played, one touch, one goal, one shot, one on to- target, Emerson. <laughs> yeah. Emerson yeah. for yeah. president. It, 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 depending on which way you look at it, it's either 0% of passes completed or 100% of passes completed because he didn't even pass the ball once. Literally. just. Uh, and he know. made the UEFA Champions League team yeah. of the week. That's unreal. Well, that but that goal. That's a mockery, so, though, because now that yeah. just makes me think whenever I see things like that now, I'm not taking anything seriously. You have Kante running for 90 minutes, like intercepting everything. If someone fucks up, he's there. He's got your back always. Oh, the, he's it's, like, it's like your Garth, best mate. It's like Garth Crook's team of the week. He just puts in anyone who scored a goal. He shoehorns them in. <laughs> oh, you play up front. We've already got a board. Fuck it. You're left back. Because you scored. Yeah. Um, it's exactly like that. Garth Crook's on the BBC. What a cunt. Um, it was such a great goal, though. And and yes. very few passes again. I'm doing the Mendy to celebrate yeah. the fact. Um, it was. It was few passes. And I've been crying out for this for so long. Uh, but not only that, I think we... Callum to the doy he under hit his pass, I think it came off his ankle, but we can brush over that. Yeah, we don't um, need to worry about that. But but 94 minutes after the shift he put in, right? So hold on, credit to Pulisic because he was the ball carrier. Once that ball got into Pulisic, he started in our half, ended in that box. Honestly, right? so, what a you know, run. What a run. It was he... great. But but do you know what the best thing about it? What made it, yeah, he ran straight, but the only reason he could run straight was because after Kante had played the ball to him, Kante ran right of him and occupied the defender and split them and created the space. And then you had Emerson one side, Kante the other. Kante's put in a shift, 13 fucking ball turnovers. Yeah. And in the 94th minute, man's hitting the fucking six-yard box. He's so intelligent, Kante. He knows he's real. so intelligent. Unreal. Honestly, and it was, I it love was, him. It was, the weight of the pass from Pulisic was perfect. And do you know what? That finish from Emerson, if you're first finish. I tell you what, it made me laugh as well, because obviously knowing then that he'd scored when I rewatched it today, I was like, I thought I'm going to focus more on him, like, because at the time I was, you know, just watching the game and I thought I'm going to watch him. He ran on the pitch like so nonchalantly, like he knew he was just wasting time. So to end up where he did and bang that goal, he must have thought, Oh my god, this is like all my Christmases at once. It was he, needs, crazy. he did a knee slide, didn't he? Did he knee slide? Yeah, he did. Knee, no, I yeah, think he, he did. He did. So, pandemonium in the stands. We now need to talk about Mr. Tiago Silva. Oh, oh, I love him. We nearly threw a pod without any fighting. Any just shenanigans. We like, kind of well had boring. a little fight. Boring we kind of had a little fight earlier. I'm going to fight you both. I'm going to fight you both over the penalty. I'm fighting you both. <laughs> yeah, well we didn't agree. But it's well exciting. Look at how happy we all are. Yeah, it's fucking great, isn't it? It's but we do great. need to talk about Mr. Tiago Silva. Now, him just throughout that entire game. He, he reminded me of Bielsa, just not quite so low. Uh, and he was... He looked like he was doing like some kind of like therapy on his legs, and I and I was like, why is he standing <laughs> like that? He was so uptight. He was delivering messages. He literally just was so involved in the game without 
being involved in the game, I literally just, honestly, my love for him, if it could have gone any more, went tenfold. The the reaction when Emerson scored as well and Georgie and Can, uh, uh, Mount, sorry, I was just like, oh. Love it. This is what I love to see. It was. It was, it was beautiful to see that. And it's gone all over Chelsea Twitter. Um, it just does make me feel a little bit more of the conspiracy type scenario in that silver joining we knew Tuchel was coming. Oh, I just can't help seeing it. I can't help seeing it. Eddie I Newton think... confirmed it. Eddie Newton did he? confirmed He said that he did we say were it, already yeah. talking to Tuchel to come oh, in. Oh, he said we were talking to Tuchel. Last but summer. That, that, yeah, but there was no guarantee Tuchel was going to get sacked and take the job with Silver here. Silver had a one-year contract. If Tuchel had seen the season out, they would have crossed paths. Tuchel was been... already in trouble with PSG at that point. I think they gave him six I just, months longer. Do you know what? I just think I, I think at, at PSG, at PSG, Silver was Tuchel's assistant manager. He was a changing room assistant yeah. manager. Well, before and you, we're seeing it now. Before you, I didn't write a little note, but I just want to also say: so aside from Thiago Silva, absolutely making women and men's hearts melt across the land um mendy did you see him running to celebrate that emerson goal for the pitch honestly jumping and punching the air as he went i was like he might knock someone out with them 10 foot arms but honestly just that whole camaraderie at the end of that they knew they'd played well they obviously felt good everybody was willing everybody was it, you know, on song, everybody was working for each other. That is the first time I think we've seen that for a long time, and it felt fucking good, didn't it? Just yeah, it fucking did. It, it really. It, I, I always love seeing the whole team celebrate a goal, and that's why I've said in previous podcasts as well. Like you know, when Werner breaks his scoring duck, the whole stadium, the whole the team, roar. the subs, everyone will be there celebrating. Erupting and. And that's and it's nice to see that that um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like it's a team spirit. There's a camaraderie spirit, there, isn't there? Spirit, camaraderie. Yeah. yeah, it's nice to see that. But on Mendy, <laughs> in the Champions League so far this season, he's faced twenty shots. He's had twenty shots on target against him in the Champions League so far. He's saved nineteen of them. Wow. Yeah, that's wow. some. So that is a ninety-five percent save percentage what a out, boy. Of, out of the 31 goalkeepers involved other the other 31 that have faced a minimum of 15 shots no one's got higher than 87 percent these levels above wow level do you know who and they were i don't know it's i don't know but another clean sheet and um, he saved all but one all but one. Honestly, I did. I think uh, that I've seen a, a little bit of like Mendy agenda at times, and I don't really understand it when you've got Kepper sitting behind him. Oh, there's people just like moaning for the sake yeah, of moaning. Yeah, they, they do, to be fair. Bore off. Right, so I've written. Petr Cech I've... recommended him. Yeah. End. I, if yeah. Petr Cech rates him, that's, that's, that, it, that's good happy. enough for me. We're happy. Yeah. All right, so I wrote for my final, I've got two quite big questions to ask you although I feel like I know what you might say now um so my literal summary of the whole game is in five words time space movement solidity dominance that's how I literally needed precision in there Okay, see. Tommy Tuchel loves a bit of precision. Okay. Uh, oh, no. And then I also write underneath Thiago Silva for next Chelsea manager. <laughs> You'd love to see it. I feel like industrious should be in there as well because that's my oh, word. Oh, industrious. Well, Kante was definitely, <laughs> definitely that. He was definitely me. industrious, you know. <laughs> right. So I think it was, I think we could all agree it was really good that we didn't, it didn't feel like we sat back at any point, that we pressed for the entire game. I mean, Works dominated. In my eyes, everyone played really well. I would struggle to pick out someone who I thought was maybe 
lesser of a player yesterday. However, I want to know who, which now I feel like I should ask you who that could be in your eyes, but I was going to ask you who your man of the match was, but I think I know what your answer is now. Man of the match? Yeah. Um, it has to be Kante. However, followed very... I don't know, Rudiger was... Oh, no, 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 it has to be Kante, followed closely by Rudiger. That's just him thinking, Ash. That yeah, was yeah, me yeah, thinking, yeah, that was my hear, thinking I face. I couldn't hear the cogs for once, so I just thought, <laughs> Eeyore yeah. come along again. I haven't put a WD-40 Eeyore. in my brain, so it got stuck. Um, no, <laughs> ha- has to be Kante, but I thought Rudiger was, was great as well. Yeah, I, I, I was going to say Kante, just because, honestly, I could hug that man till he died. Yeah, and I know you I'd love agree. Rudiger as well, I'd, so I know Rudiger was on your list. I'd agree. No. I'd, I'd, I'd literally agree. Kante was streets ahead, um, and I think uh, Rudiger was 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 close, but but streets behind. Um, Kante okay. Was just great. So then, let me ask you the the other question then. So who for you then would have been the our worst player yesterday? If I oh, can no. jump in there. Oh. I, I don't think we can say there was a worst player. What I do think we can say is it was a spirited performance from all 11. Everyone did their fucking best yeah. and they'd done the job that was required. For me, did it get, get the best out of Kovacic? No. No. Oh, did it get the I, best out I of just... Havertz? Did it get the best out of Havertz? No. Could we I just back Kovra though? On that one. Oh no, I thought he played great. I thought no, he no, great. no. I actually thought that I agree with you. I think uh, of all of everyone, if anyone was going to be rated slightly less, I think it would have been Cover for me. However, however, Cover did have to mop up after Alonso again. That turned into his job in that first half yesterday. Yes and no. I think again, like that's part of the job now with 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 Tuchel. Mop but up after think, Alonso. <laughs> what what the, the, for me? For me, Kovacic's biggest strength is receiving the ball from our defence with his back to goal, turning, taking one or two players out of the game, driving forward, releasing. And I just don't think we saw enough of that against Alemico. No, nothing against him. No, I think everyone thought he had a solid game. He wasn't. No, I'm being mean asking you this. Yeah, you are being mean. A nine out of ten and a ten out of ten. Yeah, I've been very mean. So go on then, Rick. Tell me who your nine out of ten instead of ten out of ten was. No, I don't want to be. Rick's going to say I don't want to be a negative Nelly night. You, I don't want to be a negative Nelly. I thought everyone was a what? That don't sound anything like me. I'm not. It does. It does. Right, next big um, question. Oh, so go on. on. No, you said you weren't no. going to answer, so I was going to Habits. move on. Habits no, as well. N- no, I don't want to answer because I feel like you're bringing Ash down to your level and I don't want to go down to that level. <laughs> you wait till the people decide. Um, <laughs> i got one big question. No, it always upsets me. And then we can wrap this up. So I was going to make a really bad joke then, but I won't. No, please don't. <laughs> Remind me after. Look at my face. I'm actually scared. Yeah. Okay, I'll keep it recorded. Um, It was to do with it was to do with Ashdown. Oh, we don't need to hear it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, I was going to ask because we've had, as we've seen, a remarkable change in in everyone from Leeds to to Atletico, and. I think we have disagreed a lot on uh, league games. And uh, however, we're kind of in unison for this uh, Champions League game and how that came together. So it begs to ask the question, are we set up really fucking well for the Champions League compared to the league? And does that need a little bit more work? Do we think that just Tuchel knows that that's kind of at the minute bearing in mind he's only been with us a very short amount of time is that where he feels most comfortable is this where he's going to excel in, with with his tactics his player selection and galvanizing i think there's probably an element to that that i'd agree with i think the, 
the style that he wants Not us to play is, <laughs> is probably a bit more suited to the Champions League. But in all honesty, I don't think, you know, I don't think we're playing that bad in the league. I think on the whole, I think oh, we're Oh, just because you were happy well with a nil-nil against Leeds. Fucking hell. No, I'm happy with nil-nil against Wolves, actually. <laughs> um, no, but I... I do think, I do agree with you to a point that our performances in the Premiership do need a bit of improving, um, whereas the Champions League's a bit more solid. Um, but it's all coming together. I'm the conductor. Oh, what a shame. We oh, can't hear what he's donkey. saying. The donkey's back. He was only oh. going to say something really oh. fucking stupid anyway. Do you want to I'm answer? Back. Oh, he's back. Oh, he's Go back. on, man. Do you want to finish what you were going to say? I was just fucking waffling on as usual. I can't yeah, remember what I, I was saying. I didn't honest. mug you off when you fell off your chair at all. Oh, cool. oh, I'm not even going to listen to this. But <laughs> <laughs> um, I just want to finish up what I was saying. I am fully behind the Tommy T train. I'm the conductor on the Tommy T train. I love him. Yeah, we know. Fair play. Fair play. <laughs> For me. Yeah, we know. Yeah, we know. <laughs> uh, so for me, the, the question about Premier League and, and Europe. I mean, there's. I think there's a few things to consider, if I'm honest. Um, we beat Bayern Munich in their own backyard. Do you remember who won the Champions League a year later? Yeah, Bayern Munich, right? Bayern Munich, Bayern Munich right? Because you lose a final, you really want to fucking win it next season, right? You really want to fucking win it next season. Let's not forget... I see where you're going with this. Tommy T... Right, Tommy Clough has been bought in, and he's probably been given. Let's be honest, he's probably been given the uh, the idea that top four is good enough, and a trophy would be lovely. And I think he's looked at the, the Premier League, and he's got unfinished business with the Champions League. Personally, personally, I think he's got unfinished business, and I think he's in it to win it. No doubt about it for me. He's in it to fucking win it, and. I think, like we saw against Leeds, it was maybe about trying to play players into form coming up into that Champions League game. Because if we win the Champions League, top four is irrelevant. We qualify anyway. So I think, yeah, maybe. Fucking maybe big risk, some, though. It, well, but is it a risk if we finish top four? No. Like, it, I think he's still going to do what he can to win the Premier League. To not win the Premier League, to finish top four. I was going to say, I got excited the then. Did I, did I wake up from a Next coma? season, next <laughs> season, next season. Um, I, I, yeah, I think he's in our do hands it. top four as well, which he's, is nice. He's trying to build this squad feel, like we said with Man City, a, a, a you know a squad wide system with interchangeable players at every in every position. He's trying to build that, but he's trying to go into the most important games with the right momentum. He, it's a juggling act. It is a juggling act, and it's a, it's a hard job. It's a hard task. But I just think maybe players like Ziyech maybe more suited to Europe at the moment with that little bit of extra time on the ball for yeah. them to work their magic. And that's so the difference sort of between... Yeah, it's the difference between both comps, isn't it? It's like no one gives you time on the ball in the Premier League. Everyone wants to chop you down. Everyone wants to get in your face. No one wants to give you any time. No one wants to give you any space. In the Champions League, it's almost a bit friendly, fair play, let, like let's have a game of football. Well, Instead of instead of chopping you down in the Champions League, it's more diving, rolling well, around, and fucking having a go. Yeah. Having a little pinch here and there. No one's and putting you up on your heart in the air, though, are they? Let's be honest. No, but we seem to rise to that, and I just hope we can start putting them up in the air a bit in the Premier League now. Uh, what? Yeah, We've I want to guess... transfer that attitude into now Premier League because it will it happen. Absolutely it will happen. It will work for us. Yeah, I, think. I know. It's... I know it's cliche, but there's no easy game in the Premier League, but we've got a run of five games now that are entirely entirely winnable. Yeah. If we can do that to Atletico, we can do that to Sheffield United. Well, there's some... this is where you use the squad now. This is where you use your strength and depth. And he, he's got to get the best out of everyone in the squad now. Yeah. And I think, and I actually think that um, despite the fact that we've had a couple of results that we could have built on to kind of gain a bit of momentum. I think it's kind of been a bit up and down in the leg. I'm now hoping that this is not only a confidence booster, it bolsters everybody's like camaraderie and we can now move forward and actually see the best of what we've got. Like we saw with Mount, Jorginho and Silva celebrating that 94th minute goal. Yeah. 
that was it's incredible. There. The, it's, it's evident. And Silva's commitment to the cause and like the fact that he's been at the club eight, nine months, whatever it is, eight months, and he is celebrating it like John Terry would. Yeah. I, we, we tweeted Silva reminding us of John Terry. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that that's infectious. That doesn't just, you know, we've got one positive influence in the squad. We've got him. Who will, that will drip into every other player in that change room. Every I other really hope he stays out. another season. I think he's going to be absolutely vital. Regardless. Even if he doesn't I, play much, I think that kind of character is exactly what we need. We've okay. lost John all Terry. Talk, all this talk about whether fucking City can do the quadruple or not, there is every fucking chance Tommy Clough and this Chelsea squad can win the FA Cup and the Champions League is 2012 all over again. Big claims. All over again. I'm happy to hear it, but we do need to wrap this up. Um, I'm really... Final stat on that, on that point. Final stat. Oh, final stat. Go on. Two out, of the, two out of the last three Chelsea caretaker managers, not caretaker, but who took over mid-season, two out of three, so far, Dimitar. have won European trophies. Tommy Tuchel's number four. <sighs> Okay, I'm gonna love it, love it. Yeah, all right. Well, we'll see. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying anything. I don't want to be jinxing shit. Um, it was really oh, no. lovely, really lovely for you guys to join me tonight. Thank you so much. And uh, yeah, My pleasure, Tracy. Thanks for having me. Oh, you're welcome, Birthday Rick. Shout. Oh yes, Catherine. We really want to wish you a. Very, very happy birthday. We know it's coming to the end of your birthday, 18th of March, but we uh, we really appreciate all your support. You are amazing. Happy birthday, Catherine. She Thank loves you. Rick Love kicking you. off and she loves me arguing <laughs> with him. So... She loves hashtag Team Rick. She no, loves Team Rick. She's definitely Team Tracy. She's my number... just like you She's trying. number one Team Rick. She's number one Great Team Rick Chelsea fan. fan. Love the interactions on Twitter. Yeah. She takes some really, really cool photos as well. Like yeah, she really does. Nature. Just nature. Yeah. It's like mind-blowing. It's lovely. And she Love runs seeing it on a lot. Timeline. She runs a lot. She runs. Yeah. She runs. She's, She's like, like Kante. <laughs> <laughs> so happy birthday, Catherine. We hope you've had an amazing birthday. day. Uh, thanks, guys. And keep the blue flag flying high. Keep the blue flag flying high. Fuck Spurs. Mm-hmm.